Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. If you're looking for a solid and reliable contract that you can feel good about sending to your clients, look no further than the WVS contract, crafted by a licensed attorney in the state of Colorado. It might just be the best contract for wedding videographers in all of North America, or even maybe the world. Uh, hard to know. Regardless, if you're unsure of whether the contract you're using right now is good enough, go to WeddingVideographySchool.com right now, enter the password podcast, and start protecting yourself and your business today. All right, let's do this. Season 3, Episode 1. Here we go. Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. Hope you're having a great week. I know I am. Woo! Although, I don't know that I can say that I've had a whole lot of great weeks lately. I would definitely say that 2021 has been one of the most challenging years that I've had. Uh, for a lot of people, it seemed like they were saying 2020 was the biggest challenge. 2020 to me seemed like every other year that I've ever had. Like, I didn't change anything. I was still at home editing every day. Like, really, my life changed. Um, by uh, It really didn't change at all. And so, 2021, though, I mean, I feel like the financial fallout of COVID, coronavirus, all the, the shutdown stuff, the mask mandates, all the financial fallout of that really hit me this year. And I knew it would. I knew it was only a matter of time before um, I would feel the consequences of of uh, the whole COVID debacle. Um, but yeah, it, it took just about a year for it to really, really uh, find its way to me. And so uh, the last, God, I feel like for the last few weeks, I've been living paycheck to paycheck. And I expect that to probably continue for the next few months. Um, I'm hoping not. I'm being optimistic. I don't like to live paycheck to paycheck. I realize a lot of people do it all the time. Um, but it's not something that I've had to do for a number of years. Um, but yeah, when uh, when <laughs> when you get shut down and the government tells you you can't run your business for a period of time, uh, you. Uh, you start to go through other sources of income real fast. And, you know, thankfully, my wife and I really haven't had to dip into our, our savings account or anything like that. But, man, it's just been uh, it's been a challenging year. And that's one of the reasons, probably, honestly, the main reason why I haven't been recording any episodes. Uh, Adam has been super busy and he's had some drama going on in his life, which I'm sure we'll we'll probably talk about uh, this season on the podcast. Um, and I've just been so like, <laughs> I've just been like in a world of hurt financially. Uh, so I've been trying to use my time in a way that's going to, uh, you know, provide for my family and, and podcasting. I know there can be money in it so far. I've never advertised on this show, um, other than like a couple products that Adam and I have, uh, but we've never, we've never taken advertising, um, which would be easy to do. I mean, we're, we're, I mean, probably not now because I haven't recorded anything lately, but before, uh, when Adam and I were doing this show, we were in the top 
maybe top 15% of podcasts worldwide, um, thanks to you guys. Um, so it would be easy to take some money and run, but um, we try to keep this show like, I don't know. <laughs> I always thought, wouldn't it be great to have a wedding videography podcast where there were no ads? Um, but uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll change that. I guess let us know what you guys think about that. I'm sure you wouldn't love it. But, uh, you know, I, I guess if I was making a bunch of money from this show, then maybe I would record more episodes and stuff. But regardless, that's why Adam and I have not been around. It's just been... It's just been a challenging year for both of us um, for similar and different reasons that we'll get into later. Um, But I did want to talk about just like the challenge of 2021 for me. Um, I know that what I've gone through isn't necessarily the same thing that everybody else has experienced. Everybody has their own life, their own journey, their own experience, and I get that. Um, But I think we all do share some things in common. And I think that um, no matter where you're at in life, you will face challenges, right? That's the one thing we all have in common is that at some point, we'll all be able to relate to each other uh, when it comes to challenging times. So I figured I'd share a little bit about what was going on this year with that. Um, And just talk about where I'm at in terms of my life, the things that I'm kind of thinking about as I get older. For those of you who don't know, I'm 35 years old, um, about to be 36 in March. And uh, yeah, I'm getting I'm getting up there. (laughs) It's crazy. Like I still there's part of me that feels like I'm 25 still. um, And there's part of me that feels like I'm like I've never really grown up. You know, I kind of feel like that. I don't know. There's these moments I have where I think about who I am as a person and I feel like a 40 year old person riding a one wheel. (laughs) Like it just feels like I would totally ride a one wheel if I wasn't 35 because I feel like I'm probably too old to be doing that sort of thing, Um, which I guess I'm not. I mean, who really cares? Like that is one lesson I'm learning in life, which is. Yeah, you got to really stop caring what people think of you. Um, You know, if you want to ride a one wheel when you're 35, go ahead and do it. But as I get older, I start to think, okay, like, how long am I going to be in this career of wedding videography? Um, Because here's the deal. I love video stuff. I always have. I probably always will. I don't think I'm ever going to stop making moving images. But... I don't know that weddings are really where I'm going to be for the rest of my life. And I've never really thought that that's where I would be for the rest of my life. Um, You know, there is kind of a stigma about older photographers or older videographers. It really, in the wedding industry at least, it really is kind of a young man's game. Um, Because as most of you know, it's, it's kind of an exhausting career. It's an exhausting job. You go to these weddings for, you know, 12 hours in a day and stand up for 10 of them. And it's just like, (laughs) it's freaking tiring. And so I, I have been considering like transitioning out of wedding videography over the next year or two. Um, I say, or two, like, I really want to transition out this year into next year. Um, so I actually, what I did this year is I cut my, 
Uh, God, sorry, guys. I feel like I'm just like off my podcasting game, which I know I am because it's been a while. Um, so bear with me. I promise <laughs> these episodes are going to get better as I as I get back into the flow here. But um, I cut my wedding uh, limit by like 30% this year. So I'm actually taking on 30% less weddings in 2021. Um, part of that is because I want to phase out weddings and I want to focus more on commercial work and free up my time for some commercial opportunities, which I'm very torn about, right? Um, and I'll get into why I'm torn about that in a second. The other reason I'm phasing out weddings uh, besides wanting to focus on commercial work is that um, I just don't really love it anymore. Uh, I've been to so many weddings that like at a point, it's kind of like you feel like, okay, I've seen everything there is to see. Like, it's kind of like Groundhog Day for me, where every time I go to a wedding, like I feel like I need to act like oh, this is like, cause I know it's the best day of my client's life or one of the most memorable days of my client's lives. They're going to remember it forever. Um, and so it's super special to them, but I do that same thing every single weekend. So like, it's kind of like you have to feign this interest in their wedding <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty good at it because I'm just in general, I think I'm a pretty nice guy. So you know, showing care and love for my clients is pretty easy, comes naturally. And, um, and it's pretty genuine. Most of the time, most, most of the time I'm, I'm a pretty genuine person. I think I'm easy to read. If I was miserable at a wedding, I think people would be able to tell because I'm not very good at hiding, uh, <laughs> my emotions from my face. <laughs> like you can pretty much look at my face and know, uh, how I'm feeling. Um, but yeah, I think I'm just kind of tired of, of the weddings and I need to do something new. Um, one of the reasons why I struggle with the idea of transitioning from weddings, um, to commercial work is essentially that commercial clients can be a lot pickier and they can be a lot more, uh, difficult to work with. So, what I found shooting weddings is that I'll send a video to my clients and every once in a while I get a couple revision requests, but for the most part, people love their videos. So as long as I put a lot of time and effort and I make the video the, the way I want to make it and I'm using the best shots that I have and all that kind of stuff and really, you know, doing a good job, it's pretty rare that anybody requests changes. Um, so it's nice just to be able to pump out a project in a week or two weeks. Now I'm like, it takes me like two weeks to do a wedding now. Like y'all remember when it was taking me one week to do weddings. Um, and then I switched up my style and I'm definitely making my weddings more unique, I guess. Like not every video has the exact same format, although they kind of do still, but like I've definitely done some things to make each video a little more unique this year, um, which is probably why I have 18 weddings left to edit <laughs> and it's freaking ha we're halfway through November. So that's going to be a total nightmare. Um, 
which is also that's also another reason why I had to reduce my capacity for 2022 was because um, I've got 18 weddings left to edit. And by the time we get to January, I'll probably have like, God, I don't know, at least 12 probably to edit going into the new year. So just by cutting my capacity by 30% or whatever, I basically eliminated those that those 12 weddings that I pretty much need to make up for uh, with my time. So anyway, um, so all that being said, I'm, I'm trying to transition from a man to a woman. No, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm going trans everybody. No, I'm trying to transition from, um, weddings to commercial and, there's part of me that's super excited about it and part of me that's like, uh, is this really what I want? Um, wedding clients are easy to work with. They're always happy. Well, almost always happy with what you, whatever you deliver them. And I have also noticed that people are really good about paying me on time. Um, when it comes to wedding stuff, I've never seen women more motivated to pay their bills. Like my wife will like leave these toll bills on the counter for months and then I'll finally open one. And it's like, you owe 30 extra dollars because you haven't paid this toll bill. <laughs> so I have to take the bill and go sit at my computer and pay it for her because she won't pay it. It's like so crazy to me. But when it comes to wedding stuff, I swear to God, girls are like, oh, like they cannot wait to hand you money. Um, and commercial clients, you would think commercial clients would be a little bit better about paying on time. But I've got one client um, who's who always pays me technically on time, but they pay me on the due date of the invoice, which by the time I've invoiced them for the work and by the time that the 30 days of the invoice goes by, I'm like, it's like a month and a half since I did the work before I get paid. And so that's a, a little obnoxious. I've got another commercial client uh, who I sent my first invoice to and still have not gotten paid. And that's like at least a week overdue. Um, and they get auto emailed reminders. So assuming that that email is not making it into, into their junk folder, they should be getting reminders that like, hey, you're your bill is overdue or whatever. I've got another client that I love to death. It's my favorite commercial client ever. And I'm doing work for them that I, I love to do. And it's in the music industry. Um, and like every time I send them an invoice, it's a different invoice system or I'm dealing with a different person or a different company or whatever. And I like, that's just kind of the nature of that business. So like, I'm not upset about it or anything, but like, it'll be like two months before I get paid for, for work that I've done. Right. So it really is a little more challenging. I found with commercial work to get paid on a regular basis. I mean, even more so than weddings, like weddings have provided me a really consistent income. Although, you know, obviously I'm not getting paid every two weeks with weddings, but the commercial stuff, man, like, I don't know. It's, uh, it's tricky. And maybe I just haven't quite figured it out. Like maybe I just need to take a different approach to invoicing or something. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely feel like it's been a little trickier to do the commercial stuff. 
Um, plus, they asked for tons of revisions, and like, yeah, I think, I think part of that, like all the revisions and requests, that's usually I find that there's multiple people involved in like the marketing department or whatever that are like, they kind of feel like they need to justify their jobs. So like the way they do that, or one of the ways they do that is by like asking me to change something in a video that like, and I've said this before, it's, it's not necessary. It doesn't always make the video better. Sometimes it does. Um, and those changes I'm glad that I've been asked to make. Um, but a lot of times it just makes the video different, but not really better. And so that's the kind of thing I don't like about commercial work. And you really just don't see that a whole lot in weddings. Um, although it does happen, but just not very often. So that's where I'm at in life. Um, <laughs> I figured I would update you guys because it has been a really long time since we recorded the podcast. And I think people were like, I was definitely getting some Instagram messages like, hey, what's going on? Are you going to record more episodes or uh, whatever? Like I binged all the episodes and now I'm waiting on new ones. And it's like, OK, well, I really appreciate it. Uh, but I don't know when it's going to happen. And this morning I sat down to, uh, start working on an edit and I was like, you know what? I'm not feeling super creative right this minute. So let me go record a podcast and see if that helps me feel a little bit more excited, a little bit more motivated to get stuff done today. And, uh, yeah, I think it has. So thank you guys for listening. Um, thank you everybody for understanding that these podcasts take time. Adam and I really don't make very much money from these. Um, a couple bucks every once in a while. Uh, if you guys download the wedding videography school contract, or if you, uh, hit up Adam's, uh, LUT pack, um, those things provide us a little bit of money here and there, but, um, you know, we we try to just provide you guys a really good resource. And I know we're not the most entertaining. I know we're not the most uh, comprehensive. I know we're not the most, uh, I don't know, consistent <laughs> about recording. But I will say that I really appreciate everyone who listens to the show. Everyone who subs who's subscribed and then not deleted deleted us out of their uh, their podcast su subscription feed. Whew, having a hard time pronouncing words today. Um, thank you guys so much. Really, it, it means a lot to me. I know it means a lot to Adam, or I think it does. I don't know. He's a weird dude. Um, <laughs> but thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to the show. And uh, hopefully we'll be back uh, in full force here pretty soon with a bunch of new episodes for season three of the Wedding Videography School podcast. Until next time, guys. Later. Hey guys, this episode of Wedding Videography School is brought to you by photographers wearing wide brim hats. Uh, photographers wearing wide brim hats is the nation's number one wedding photography company, and for good reason. Uh, they are clearly the most creative, 
most unique uh, individuals out there. And their photography is so creative, I can't even begin to describe how creative it is. That's how creative it is. If you guys are working with photographers who aren't wearing wide brim hats, then you're probably not working with the best photographers out there. So, um, you know, whether you're having a wedding, a birthday party, uh, or you're taking your kids to school, or you're hanging out at home, or going to the bathroom, you know, all things that you want photographed creatively, um, it should be done by photographers wearing wide brim hats. A lot of you guys, I know you're working with photographers who aren't wearing wide brim hats. They might not be wearing hats at all. And um, that's a problem. If they're not wearing a wide brim hat, I don't know what the point of them even picking up a camera is. But when you work with photographers wearing wide brim hats, you know that you're always getting someone who's going to uh, give you the most incredible shots that you could imagine. So for your next event, whether it's a wedding, a birthday party, a family reunion, uh, your mom's pap smear, whatever the event, make sure that you hire photographers wearing wide brim hats um, to get the most creative still images captured, you know, one frame at a time. And that's what, that's what photography is. It's, you know, you hear the click, click, and you know you got one frame. And then you hear another click. Sometimes you hear eight clicks in a row, like click, 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 click. Uh, that, they just got eight pictures. And maybe one of them is good. Probably not. But the photographer wearing a wide brim hat, they are going to call those photos later on and you know really really select the eight or six shots that they got from the entire day um that they stood in front of the videographer to get and they're gonna they're gonna edit those down into something truly magical probably um probably just two eight by tens that you can put in the living room next to the closet door so give photographers with wide brim hats a call today and book them for your next event